Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Pet Psychic Radio Show on blogtalkradio.com, starring the world's coolest animal communicator. That's me, Laura Stinchfield, the Pet Psychic. Hey everyone, I'm Laura Stinchfield, the Pet Psychic, and I can hear animals telepathically who are living now as well as ones who have crossed over. I dedicate this show to teaching all of you and your animals how to understand each other better. So you can log on to thepetpsychic.com, that's thepetpsychic.com, for all things animal communication, as well as other services and tips provided by Laura the Pet Psychic. Call in right now at 917-889-2693, that's 917-889-2693. Chat room is not open yet, I will set that up in a second. And uh, today we don't have Kendra and Diana, so we're going to be missing them. Um, so we'll be taking calls pretty randomly and just listen out for the last four digits of your number. And so, you know, if your number is 2516, then, you know, we'll say caller 2516. I know, you're going to do it intuitively. Maybe the animals can be like, pick me, pick me, pick me, and you'll be drawn to them. Yeah, that looks cool. Um, yeah, and so today Laura and I are in the same place, which is always way better so much fun i know and we have luca and stormy and rosa all here yep i got some good news about stormy yeah what's up yeah so uh for some of you may have known that last year uh stormy had like really high liver enzymes he was having seizures because his liver enzymes were so high and uh, i got an ultrasound done on him and he had an eight centimeter tumor on his liver in his liver and um, and he had, like, these tumors on his adrenal glands, too, and they were, like, all worried about Cushing's. And Storm asked his vet how long they ex- he expected him to be alive. Mm-hmm. And the vet said six months to a year. Well, it's now been a year and a half. And uh, look at Stormy smiling. Yeah. And uh, Stormy had – Stormy's – uh, liver enzymes, we had a blood test a couple of weeks ago, and his liver enzymes are almost normal, which they were amazed by. And he got an ultrasound done yesterday, and uh, his liver tumor has not changed at all. And uh, and his ones on his adrenals have changed, like, by the millimeter or something. And so the vet was like, you have this miracle dog. He was like so amazed. And so for some of you may know that Stormy's hair is a little bit wild. He kind of likes the punk rock look. And uh, the the ultrasound guy said, oh, well, look at his fur. And, you know, he must have Cushing's. And my vet said that he said to him, well, you don't know Stormy. <laughs> Stormy has had that fur for a very long time. He does not have Cushing's. <laughs> Storm, what, what do you so, think of this? We are all like super happy and amazed and just so impressed with Stormy's healing abilities. Stormy, honey, what do you think about all of this? I think it's a lot of positive thinking, he says. It's true. How did you do it, honey? How did you make sure that that tumor didn't grow? I just pretended it wasn't there. 
true. And also, I have him on this liver diet where he gets 75% vegetables, 25% meat. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. I know. He's a lot of broccoli and zucchini, this dog. Good job, Storm King. Yeah. I'm so proud of you. Live forever. I know. Live forever. Live forever. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we got our chat room open now, so join us. Um, I see a couple people in there. Uh, If you don't know how to get there, you just go to the front, um, the homepage of Blog Talk Radio, and then you'll see, like, all the chat rooms that are open in the bottom right-hand corner, and you'll see Pet Psychic Radio there. So just click on that, and it should take you right to the chat room. Uh, oh, also, I forgot to mention that you should go to our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash petpsychicradio, and there you can post photos of your animal, and so if we pick up your call, we can all look at your animal right there on the Facebook page. Which I love to do. I love to look at the photos while I'm talking to them. Yeah. And I post there, uh, like, almost every day about some of the animals that I meet during the day, and uh, if you visit our page, make sure that you like it. Very, very important. Like oh, our page. I kind of saw something about a, was it a stork or something? Pelican. Pelican? Yeah. What's that all about? So this is kind of like, you know, I believe that everything happens for a reason, you know, and things yeah. are like put into our life for a reason. Well, um, I my horse, she's got this club foot and some people are worried about it. I'm not worried about it at all. I think it's going to be fine. And um, so I was meeting a new farrier. And uh, to kind of discuss her club foot because somebody at the barn had been nervous about her foot. And I come around this corner on the way to the barn. I'm like rushing. And there's like this big, somebody's waving me down or flashing their lights. And there's this big thing in the middle of the road. I'm like, what is that? And I slow down. It's right on this really dangerous corner. And then I realize it's a pelican. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do? i got to, like, pull over and get that pelican off this middle of the road. So um, I pull over, and uh, I wait. This is the other truck. People speed. They go, like, 70 miles per hour there. And they, um, I was waving down this other truck, and this, like, guy, this man got out of the car, and, and he was like, oh, I'll help you get the pelican. And so I got grabbed a towel out of my car, and the pelican, like, just when I was about to grab him, kind of up and flew a little bit, and I saw that his little leg was hurt. Or her little leg was hurt. I don't know. And um, then I gra- Then we ended up grabbing her and getting her. And I put her. I had the doggy ride in the VW bus, you know. Mm-hmm. And I put her in the doggy ride. Well, anyway, the coolest thing is, I called Wildlife Rescue. This woman that I know, and she hooked me up with this other Wildlife Rescue whose daughter is a barefoot hoof trimmer, which is like what I needed for Jubilee. And I'm like, how am I going to find a barefoot hoof trimmer around here that's good and like. And, like, I found one on the way to the barn, which is, like, the coolest thing ever, I That's think. That's awesome. So, um, but anyway, we picked up this pelican, and we got her to the to the Wildlife Care Network. And the woman who I met was actually the founder of the Wildlife Care Network in Santa Barbara County. Um, and she was really neat to talk to. But she was telling me about this pelican that they come from the Channel Islands. And they fly with their mom all the way over from the Channel Islands, and they haven't done much fishing. And so by the time they get to the mainland, they're exhausted, and she says they get hundreds of them in at this time of year. And um, so I asked, you know, this pelican what happened, and she said, so when I asked, I, she says, oh, yeah, I know you're a pet psychic. Like, tell them, ask her what happened. And, and so the pelican says, you know, oh, like, I got hit by this windshield. And then I just got back up in the air, and I kept flying. 
And then I got, then I landed in the road or on this concrete. And then somebody threw something white over my head and put me in a car. And I heard music. <laughs> that was me. Who <laughs> threw the towel over her head right. and she was in my car. <laughs> but then she said, oh, she's so scared to dive deep in the water because what mm-hmm. if there was something that was going to get her deep in the water? Is she okay? Yeah, I think she's okay. I'm going to call later on and see how she's doing. But she seemed to be like she was going to heal up. They're going to take care of her. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, we'll keep you updated, right, Mm -hmm. on our listeners on the Facebook page because, yeah, that's like, that's a really interesting story. Well, I thought what's so interesting, too, is that it was like her foot and I was going for Jubilee's foot and like. Yeah, that it all kind of came together. I know. So synchronistic. I know. It's so cool. Cool. Okay, well, let's get to some calls. Our first caller, um, 6633, caller number 6633, you are on. So tell us about what kind of animal and you have and um, what's your name and what are their names name- and describe what they look like. Okay, my name is Donna and actually my sister Elaine is here with us. We have two dogs. One's name is Tilly and she's a beagle. The other is Pepper, and we aren't sure if she's a Manchester Terrier or Toy Doberman. They're both um, humane rescue dogs, and Pepper is afraid of everything. We kind of don't know if she might have been in a fighting group or something. And Tilly, Tilly spins all the time. We can't get her to stop. So Tilly spins, like, and she's she's which one, Tilly? Tilly, Tilly, T-I-L-L-Y. Oh, Tilly, sorry. So Tilly's, yeah. Tilly's which one that spins? She, what, what does she look like it's again? She's, she's the beagle? The beagle. Yeah. Okay, and so we want to know why she spins, and then we want to know why, um, what's the other one's name? Pepper. Pepper. Oh, that's why I thought it was Chili and Pepper. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I, I think Chili Pepper. <laughs> so Tilly and Pepper, Okay. Um, okay, and Pepper is, is fearful, and we want to know, you know, why she's so fearful. Okay, let's get, right. let's get, uh, Tilly and see why she spins. Here's you talking to her. She, yeah, she says, that, yeah, she says that she does spin because she has an itch. itch? I have an itch, an itch on the base of my tail, Really? No, I was just scratching her there. Oh, you were? Yeah. Oh, you were just scratching her there right now? Yeah. Oh, okay, let me ask. (laughs) Let me ask her why she actually spins, because maybe she's just answering why you're scratching her there. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let me see why she's... No, I do. I have an itch. It's like it pushes into me. But she spins like out of excitement. When when we're getting her food, she's gonna hurt herself and fall down the stairs. She's excited too easily, and I don't know. I'm a, that's what I'm afraid she's gonna hurt she herself. She says when she's excited, it it's like that, and I believe that it's on the right side. Is she always spinning clockwise or counterclockwise? Uh, counterclockwise. Oh, counterclockwise. Yeah. Oh, she goes counterclockwise. My tail bothers me. When I get excited, it does too. 
That's interesting. I like. And how old is she? We don't know because she was a rescue. Right. So one of the things that you can do for the animals that spin, like, well, one, I would get her adjusted. Because if she's talking about, or like, it's almost like the base of her tail is clamped, you know? And so maybe when she gets excited and she wants to, like, wag her tail or, she's, you know, she's lifting her tail in excitement, it might feel that clamping more and then that sets her into the spin. Um, so wow. one, you want to get her adjusted by a chiropractor. And then two... What you can do is in really exciting times, see if you can kind of one of you or, you know, either hook her to a leash or put your thumb in her collar on one side and then just stroke her from head to tail in the on the other side or grab a toy or something and see if you can um, put her off into another routine. Oh, Stormy's saying something what you should do. What, what should she do for the... Stormy says he knows what you should do. What is that? I think you should give her a treat. Like what kind of treat? Oh, that's what she thinks too. <laughs> like yeah, some kind of salami. Amy <laughs> <laughs> has this worm. He was really young. I used to feed him with that Trader Joe's salami. Like train him like that. But it's actually not a bad idea because if you can get her to associate like more watching your hand signals rather than that spazziness of just going around in a circle, it might re- redirect her. Not a bad idea. Yeah. We can we can get her to sit, and I've gotten her to where she's got to be calm, and she gets to where she has to stop her tail wagging even, so that she's calm, oh. and she does that. Oh. oh, good. But but then she still spins like crazy two seconds later. <laughs> yeah, maybe you can see if you can get that treat out to keep her that way, and then maybe see if you can get her to go instead of counterclockwise. See if you can get her to go clockwise, just to kind of break it up a little bit. Or kind of huh. walk out. Let me see what she says. She says, yeah, I think I would like that. That's good. She said she would also like to learn crawl. Really? That's cool. Which, I can do that. Which is interesting, too, because that would kind of stretch out her spine, if it is having something to do with her spine. I yeah, mean, some dogs... Or just like spazzy like that, and that's how they read. That's how they direct their energy. Board, a lot of border collies do that. A lot of cattle dogs, but uh, it's unusual for a like a beagle type dog to do it. They're not that high drive sort of, you know, herding working dog that would tend to spin more. So I wonder if it's something with her body. Well, she also doesn't talk, in, except in her dreams. Oh, I talk in my head. She says. They said that's very unusual for Beagle. I talk in my head a lot, she says. She winks at us a lot. Um, Another thing she does is she eats dog poo, and I can't... She has gotten sick sometimes with it, but we try to pick it up all the time. That usually has to do with nutrition, something lacking in their diet. So you want to get her on a high-quality food and give her a probiotic. Okay. I mean, it can it can become a habit, but but it's it's pretty much from nutrition. And you want to make sure she's off all grains because a lot of them talk about um, when they're eating poo that they have like this ravenous appetite, and um, huh. they can have that from eating grains. Kind of makes you feel like you're hungry all the time. Uh, I think that that might be what we're giving her is more grain. I think in this food. Yeah, so see if you can change her to a grain-free diet, like natural balance, grain-free is a good one if you want to do kibble or 
You know, I'm a huge advocate of the raw food diet, uh, primal or Stella and Chewy's, the Honest Kitchen. Okay, well, thanks for calling in. I know we didn't get to your other dog, but we want to get to other callers. So, um, so work on that and let us know how it goes. Thanks, Donna. Okay, so yes, food and chiropractics. I know. I feel like a broken record with the chiropractor. Your dog needs a chiropractor. <laughs> but it's, it's true. works. <laughs> I know it works. I always feel like, I don't know, I said this before, but I always feel like people are going to be like, yeah, I listen to that Best Psychic show. She's always telling everybody to get their dog adjusted. <laughs> you know what, though? I feel like, you know, we used to have, it comes in waves. Like, we used to have calls that were really completely just behavioral issues Uh I feel like before that we had like a whole thing of behavioral issues and lately we're having more you know chiropractic and food issues right right and death and dying too death and dying yeah yeah it does come in waves yeah because before it used to be like we talk about calming signals like all the time that's true you're right and so right now we're all you know and it has to do it sounds like it does have to do with the chiropractics or the back. Or yeah. The, and people have called back and told us that those, you know, adjustments have worked. Yeah. So, who knows? I don't know. It comes in waves. Let's see what, what our next caller will bring us. Um, next caller, number 6718. Caller 6718. Uh, tell us what kind of animal that you have and... Uh, what is the name of the animal, and what do they look like, and what is your name? Hello, my name is Julia. I called a couple of weeks ago about Zero, a cat who passed away in July. Aww. And so we were, I remember we were cut off, and I don't remember exactly what Kiro says, but um, did, mm-hmm. did any of what, did you listen to the recording, and did any of that resonate with you? Yeah, a lot of it. Um, you said um, he was encouraged. I did tell him it was okay to go to the light, but he'll be safe, no angels and such. But he did go relatively quickly, I think. Mm. I was wondering um, if it was his time or if there's something else I could have done. Oh, okay. Let's ask him. And his, for all of you, his picture is on our Pet Psychic um, radio page on Facebook. And uh, you can get to that on the right of the page and post by others if you click on that and then scroll down. Um, okay, Kiro, let's get him. No, it was my time, he says. Mom couldn't have done anything else. And no, she wanted to. And I know her heart is still hurting. But Mom, I gotta tell you. I'm so full of light here. And I'm really grateful. I'm glad and I they can... Oh, go ahead. Yeah, and he says he can pop up to the table. So he's like, he says he's really agile. Mm-hmm. And I can see real good. And I can eat real good. And mom, I want you to know, I was ready. I didn't want to leave you, but I was ready. And I sleep with you. I do feel him. Oh, you do? Oh, yeah, that was the thing I wanted to ask last week. I thought they needed a few days after passing to, you know, process and such. 
Mm. But I felt them like same day, like a few hours after. Oh, like, nice. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't sure if he moved on or not, but last time he said that he did. Oh yeah, okay. That's a good. That's a good question because a lot of people wonder that. Like a lot of people wonder if there's if people hold them back or if they've crossed all the mm-hmm. way over. So pretty much what happens is that time of passing, they they most of them, I would say ninety eight percent of them, if not more, cross over instantly. So it's mm-hmm. like in a breath, they completely cross over. And then what they can do, very often people do so that they feel them that same day. They feel them that same day or that same night. And then they feel more distant for the next three days. But that's not always set in stone. Sometimes they're around longer. You know, sometimes there isn't that three days where they don't feel them. Um, But that's really wonderful that you felt him that day because I think that's really powerful that you can, that you have that sensitivity and it's really beautiful and um, yes. to sort of recognize that when he comes, because he's going to come a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been feeling him pretty much every single day since then. And instead Aww. of feeling like a cat, he feels like more like as big as a lion. Oh, he does? Oh, yeah, that's beautiful. Like really big. Oh, it's so nice that you can feel that as big as a lion. That's so neat. You know, that's interesting that you say, too, that he feels like as big as a lion, because... Sometimes when I'm talking to um, deceased people, um, I'll see people on the other side as being really large and doesn't necessarily mean that they were uh, tall in their lifetime. It just means that they're like have great energy. And so Mm -hmm. it's pretty amazing that you could feel him as like big as a lion, which is such a beautiful image, I think. And um, I can actually really feel that when you say that. It's so nice. After we buried him, because we were walking back to the park, there was this really beautiful butterfly that I haven't really seen for many, many years. It was like a light blue and white butterfly. It kept flying around my mom and like landing. And then I haven't seen it, but then after um, we talked last time, uh, outside of my window, the same type of butterfly appeared and flew around my window. Oh. Oh, that's so nice because they can come in like butterflies and other animals. Yeah, you should thank you. Butterflies and things for you. Thank you so much for sharing that with us and for calling in today. Thank you very much for your help. Sure, you be well. Thanks, Julia. Thank you. You too. Have a good day. I think it's so great that she is so sensitive. Yeah, she's really sensitive, and it's true that butterfly thing. I noticed. Butter, like I thought once that Ventura came back as a butterfly. Oh, really? Yeah. I'll bet he did. Yeah. Yeah, they do. And I always one client who always sees like dragonflies. She wherever she goes, she mm. sees dragonflies, and she swears it's her dog. Oh, you know, in Japanese, I know in Japanese tradition, or maybe it's a some sort of religious tradition. I'm not sure if it's Buddhist or Shinto, but they say. Red dragonflies means um, that they're your ancestors or spirits. Oh, really? Of people or, you know, spirits that have passed on. Oh, I love that. And so when I was a kid in Japan in the summertime, we would kind of, like, collect insects and, you know, put them in our little insect, like, you know, terrarium kind of thing. And we would never 
you know, never collect the red dragonflies because... You didn't want to put your ancestors in a jar? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But someone else's ancestors would be okay. (laughs) Yeah, we were kids, but they they always respected that tradition. Oh, how neat. And never caught the red ones. Oh, that's so cool. I love that. No, I don't collect it. Were you like, hi, Auntie, to like the the red ones? <laughs> I could just see you as yeah. a kid. Maybe that's great grandpa. Yeah, who knows, you know. Okay, next caller. I'm going random, people. And um, what you're going to do is make sure you just, when you get on, and I after I say your number, get on, just explain what kind of animal you have, what species, uh, male, female, dead or alive, describe what they look like, or if you've posted their photo on Facebook, and also tell us your name. We're interested in that, too. So, uh, let's go to 7234, caller number 7234. You are on now. Hello? Hi there. Hi there. I'm here. It's a, a cat, and he's a male, and he's black, and he's deceased. Okay, what's his name? Uh, his name is Kitty. Okay, and um, uh, what would you like to hear from Kitty today, and wh- when did he okay. pass away? I Okay, he passed away. I had taken him to the vet's office a couple of weeks ago, um, and he had gotten sick suddenly, and he was having trouble breathing, and... Uh, the vet told me that he didn't think he would make it, so I had to put him to sleep, and I, I'm still, I miss him very much, and I want to oh, know if, if, he, if, he's, if he's okay. Okay, how old was Kitty when he passed? Kitty was only a year old. Oh, my gosh, really? What did they yeah, think really, he had? I don't know, but he had gotten sick a couple of months uh, prior, and I had taken taken him to the vet, and they gave him some antibiotics, and I gave this to him, and he got better. He was jumping around. He had gained his weight back. And so he just suddenly got sick again. And I, I don't know what happened. I, um, I like to know what was wrong and, and, and if he's okay. Yeah, let's see if he knows. Sometimes when they get to the other side, they kind of become all-knowing and they know exactly what was wrong with them and they can tell us. And other times they can just tell us how they felt. And so they can't really diagnose what was wrong. Yeah, that's fine. Um, I just want to make sure that yeah, he's okay. I, I, that he's okay. Okay, and see if he has anything he wants to say to you. Okay, so let's get Kitty, and he's all black, right? Yeah, all black with green eyes, yes. Tell my mom I miss her in body. And I'm trying to find my way back to her. He's trying to find his way back? Yeah, and he says, not in a ghosty spirit, in like a body. Oh, well, jeez. He says he didn't get a good body this time. Okay. Tell, I got kind of like him. a sick body. Okay, tell him I miss him. Yeah. Um, Mom, also, I know, he said. Yeah, he's a, there's a little kitty that's running around, a little kitten that looks like him. Ask him, can you ask him, is that his son? So there's a little kitty that looks like him that's running around? Yes. And where is, and when did this kitty appear? Well, he's uh, about a month ago. 
Okay, uh, the at before he passed, right? Yes. He appeared. Okay. And you want to know if it's his son? Yes. No, it's not my son. It's the one down the street. <laughs> okay, no, the well, one I'll... that has more fangs. So he's talking about another male down the street that's got. Oh yeah, bigger... the one that jumped on him. Yes. Okay, so uh, geez, oh. he, so he, he doesn't know what happened to him. Why he got sick all of a sudden? Yeah, I had a disease. Oh, I was really it. sick with a disease. But he's it fine was like now. My head was always heavy. What'd yeah, I'm totally fine. It said his head, his head was heavy. It sounds like he had maybe one of those feline diseases. But he's saying he keeps saying that he wants to come back to you. So um, I would just be open to the fact that maybe another kitty will come into your life. That might be his reincarnation. Okay, that would be wonderful. Okay, well I do thank you. Okay, I do thank you so much. Okay. Yeah, I just want you to also know that he's saying thank you for stroking him so so much. There's something about, like, the way you touched him. It gave me the sense where you sort of taught him how to be touched or how to, like, enjoy touch. Like, it was a little bit uncomfortable at first. So he wanted to <laughs> yeah. thank you for that. Oh, he, he told him he's welcome. I, I know he didn't really like me uh, petting him when we first got him. He didn't like me at all, I, I you know, but... I think he kind of grew uh, attached to me, too. He did. Yeah, that's what he's saying. <laughs> Thank you so much for your call. Oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> that's so cute. So cute. Oh. You know what I find interesting is if, do you notice that, like, I don't know if you, I I really watch, like, the reincarnation ones. And, like, the ones who say that they're going to reincarnate. And a lot of times it's the animals whose people aren't attached to them coming back. Like, mm-hmm. you don't even know about reincarnation or, like, not even, like, mm-hmm. focusing on it. And those sometimes those animals are like, I'm going to come back. Right. Because it's easier when people aren't so attached to the outcome of it. Right. Or, like, someone like me, like Ventura keeps saying, oh, I'm coming back. And I'm like, don't come back. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm like Luca. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness um, Real quick I just want to talk about um, Our chat room People are chatting in there And um, Barbara Who is in there Posted a picture of Virgil On the Facebook page So if you go to the Facebook page And would like some advice On his age and prognosis Of Cushing's Now I don't know what that means Oh, wait, that is, I'm sorry, I am totally, that's not Barbara, that's Rhonda. So, Rhonda has a picture of Virgil on the Facebook page. And Virgil is a dog or cat or, I don't see, oh, here's Virgil. It's a doggy. Virgil would love some advice. And so, so, okay, with Cushing, so what does she want to know? She wanted to know... Uh, his prognosis, well, I'm not a medical intuitive and I don't see the future, so I don't think I can tell you what's going to happen to him in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, but we can ask him how he's feeling. Yeah. Okay. So Virgil is like, I don't know what Virgil is. Is she like a uh, schnauzer? Chow Wheaton Terrier. Right? Oh, Chow Wheaton. Check cool. him out. Cool. I, oh, yeah, yeah. He's so cool. 12 to 14 years old. Oh, God, he looks young in this picture. 
Okay, let's get Virgil. Yeah, I'm a superstar. I've been a superstar ever since I was little. Sometimes my elbow hurts me. And when you talk about my sickness, I feel a big cloud come over me. So I prefer not to talk about it. I think what we should talk about is sunshine and cool weather. What I want to tell my mom is, if you smile, good things will happen. If you frown, everyone will frown. (laughs) So cute. I think what Virgil is trying to say is that um, not to be too concerned about his illness, because if you get too concerned about his illness, it will make, like, the day just be a little gloomier. But the interesting thing about it, though, is I always wonder about that. It doesn't mean to, like, ignore the illness, like, even though Stormy says he ignored his tumor. Um Sometimes we still have to look and say, okay, what can we find that can help Cushing's? You know, like, what can we do to help the adrenals? What can we do to make him, you know, live healthier? And then do those things and then believe that they're working. So uh, I don't know much about actual Cushing's because Stormy never actually had it. But if you could maybe Google about it and find a holistic holistic things to um, help with Cushing's and then start utilizing those and then start really believing that they're happening or helping. I think that would help him. And don't think I'm dying all the time. Sometimes I do feel tired, but then just let me sleep. I got to tell you something else, Mom. I love just hanging out and talking. We have such good conversations. So what he's saying, too, is that he likes to sit with his mom and that he understands her. So cute. So cute. I think uh, there's something going on in the... I know. I hear something. It's Luca and Rosa. And was was that here growling or or Rosa growling? Yes. Oh. Sorry to interrupt the reading, but um, yeah, there's um, there's some drama going on. So Luca... Why was Rosa growling at you? Lucas uh, has two front paws on my lap right now. Luca is a poodle. He's a poodle, and he just got his hair cut, so he's very fluffy at the moment. <laughs> Luca, honey, can you please tell me why was Rosa growling at you? Because I poked her with my nose. Why did you poke her with your nose? I wanted to see if she'd wrestle with me. And what did she say to you? She said no. And then, so what did you do? Because then she kept growling. So then what did you do? I said, Rosa, play with me. Now let's see what Rosa has to say about this. Rosa? What happened with Luca? What was Luca doing to you? Rosa's my tabby who's 17 years old. Luca wanted to poke me and step on me. And I told him, go away. And he said, no. 
And then I said, Luca, you're rude. Then he poked me again. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like Luca. Sounds like Rosa, too. (laughs) (laughs) Luca, honey, when someone says you're rude and to please go away, you blink your eyes and lick and walk away or turn your head. You don't poke them again, honey. That's rude. It's not nice to Rosa. (laughs) Don't you understand? If she just knew that I was friendly, well, the way you tell her that you're friendly is by turning away. Okay, body language and in your mind. So tell us what are the calming signals again. Okay, calming signals, Luca. I want you to listen to this. Keeps wanting to go back into the room with with Rosa. Calming signals, Luca, are blinking of the eyes, licking your mouth, good boy, Luca, yawning, sitting down, Lying down, stretching, turning away, coming at an arc, shaking, Shaking, like shaking off a lot of stress or excitement, looks like they're shaking off water. Looking and looking away. Looking and looking away. Open mouth, like you got now, little Luke's, good boy. I know calming signals, he says. Well, Luca, then you should do them more often, all right, honey? I want you to practice doing them with Rosa. I hear you say them so many times a day. He does, because he sits in the room with me when I do phone consultations. I must say them like 20 times a day. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Good boy, Luca. Good Good lying down, honey. You just lie down. Okay, let's get to our next caller, number 8312. 8312. Uh, Let's see. You are on the air. Tell us what kind of animal you have and what is your question. Okay. Well, um, it's actually a little complicated. I had called a couple weeks ago. Um, I was checking in. Our puppy had passed away unexpectedly. One night I came home. Uh, I just thought he had a tummy ache, and next thing you know, we knew he had just passed away in my arms. Well, originally I was calling, well, I wanted to call last week to check in to see how he was doing. Well, in the past 24 hours, we had, um, I help rescue animals, so I have 11 dogs right now. Um, Another one of our dogs got the exact same symptoms as he did, um, I ended up rushing him to the ER. Uh, they told me that he was poisoned. <gasps> that Yeah, he has made it. Um, this was yesterday morning, and um, he got to come home today. He's still very, very sick. They had to charcoal him. So what I'm calling now is I'm trying to, they think that our other dog was also poisoned. <gasps> Oh my gosh! Can you tell me? Can you remind me what the other dog said happened? Do you remember? Um, well, yeah, puppy. We called him puppy. Remember, you're like yeah. puppy. I was like, yes, we called him puppy because we weren't planning on keeping him, so we didn't have a name. But then we ended up. Wait, were you the one who was taking the test? Yes. Were you? I went you were yes, test. yes. Okay. Mhm. Yeah. For school, and I came back, and he took his last breath in my arms, and he passed. Yeah. I mean, it was and, so fast. I'm talking. Did we food. ask him like what what he felt before he died or what he what? No, do, do we, he just had said he had just said he had he was a sick dog. Now puppy oh. had had other complications, but 
the fact that two dogs in less than a month had the same symptoms, I I lost one and and I hopefully we have saved this one. And can you you know? Mm -hmm. Did we talk about your food at all? What's the food that you feed them? uh, I feed them, it is the Tibble's Bistro, uh, Bistro Mix. Um, Yeah, and did you, have you looked and seen if that that kibble has been recalled lately? Did your vet think that maybe it had something to do with? The vet told me that the toxicity or whatever, it had to be like a chemical or the way his levels were, that it wasn't like, I thought, maybe did they drink bad water? Like, you know, he said no. The the How severe it is and how fast it's taking them, no. They said it is like some kind of poison because it's, oh. I mean, we're, we're not even seeing like, you know, you know, sometimes you might see a dog get sick for a day and then he gets worse than, you know. No, I'm talking this is just within hours. I mean, okay, so oh. tell me this. Are your dogs indoor-outdoor dogs? Well, I, my dogs uh mostly indoor. Now, we have a fenced area, about two acres, where I let them go out and play, but, I mean, I don't keep them outside in pens or anything. No, they're they're spoiled rotten. Um, they have their own beds and everything. They have <laughs> everything. They have yeah. an actual king-size so, bed, like for a human, that they get to sleep in. Um, so they have their own what bedrooms are, what is your What is your um, first instinct about where this might have come from? Well, see, they both were outside when this happened. So I'm afraid, I want to know, like, is there something that somebody's dumping in our yard? Like, is somebody mm. doing this to them? Are they throwing food over the yard, or or is it a chemical, or, um, you know, I just want to find it because this is two dogs in less than a month, and I, I care for so many animals, I can't, yeah, you know, I got I'm so you. terrified. So can, you, can you tell me this? Who is mm-hmm. the smartest dog in your bunch? Well, really, my best dog, and now I put I put Puppy and Baxter's picture on Facebook, both of them. Um, Baxter is really like um, one of my smartest. My second would be Red, who is he's a boxer and he's just very very smart, and um, he he he's just he's the leader of the pack, kind of like he just. You know, he runs the pack, and he knows what to do and what not to do. And, you know, he's he's been around so long, he knows. Okay, and so you know, what does red look like? Red, he's a boxer, and he's a reddish yeah. color. Um, okay. I think we should ask red what if he okay. knows anything. Okay, let me get red. And then, okay, but then, okay, and Puppy's the one that passed away, and Baxter yes. is still alive, right? Yes, Baxter is the one that he, I guess, brought him home. Um, okay. He was was poisoned yesterday. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, so let me get Red. Red says he does know what's going on. He's talking about a tree at the end of the yard. Okay. And it has something on it. Okay. It doesn't get thrown over. But 
that there's something on the tree that we've been licking. Do you know what that would be? Is that does it, do you treat anything in the yard? Does it? No, that's a thing. No, um, no, we have cow. Well, my husband's family has cows. We have. I mean, they have over 160 there, acres of land. Is there something um, like whitish, like a whitish tree, or something that might look like a white tree to me? In the back, see, um, where their fenced area on the right side, it is lined with trees. It goes into a wooded area. I have to go back and look. Is there like a birch? Are you someplace where there's birch trees? That's what I'm trying to look. I don't think there's a birch. Um, But, I mean, there's definitely, you know... um, you know, if they stood at the fenced area, I mean, they could reach, their, you know, the trees. Like the trees' leaves hang over or, or um, you know. But it, He's asking you if you know the guy with the beard that coughs all the time. Oh, my God. You know who that is? <sighs> well, we, yeah, there's a neighbor, um... Well, see, we had a problem with a neighbor. He's not really nice. And he, he like, shot at a dog. Yes. Oh, I think it has something to do with him. Oh, my God. I don't know if he's putting something on a tree out there or if maybe if maybe he's throwing something over by the tree. But, I, so, okay. I see, like, a white birch tree. But sometimes what can be happening is, like, if you know those kind of trees that has, like, the bark that sort of peels off, it could yeah, be, like, yeah. it could be like another tree that has the bark that sort of peels off, and then there's something white near them, and then my mind is joining them together. So okay. when you go out looking, look for, like, some a tree and white, and they could be, like, they might be white tree or it might be white end tree. Yeah, but you think it's like a chemical being sprayed on this tree, or let me ask him if he, if it's a chemical. It's sort of like meat basted, but it's also tart. Now, I went out, you know, and searched the property. I just didn't know what to look for, you know, and I didn't. Yeah. I mean, so, but, you know, my husband's going to come home and we're going to go out and search. He says that there's a rock near it, too. Okay. And lots of pee and poop. So I think they go over around that area to go to the bathroom. Okay, yeah. Well, that is actually the area they go out to, like, to use their bathroom, like. Mm Hmm. Is that on his side of the, is that, is the fence adjoining his side? No, it's all of our property. Like I said, we have over 160 acres, but I have only fenced um, two acres that I allow them to, you know, because I I don't want them to go wherever because then I'm scared if I don't know where they're at, you know. Yeah, you're right. So then he's coming um, on your property if he's doing that. Yeah, because those trees are still our trees. We just, um only fence this portion in for the animals. Oh, so. goodness. 
I mean, maybe you um, should get one of those cameras that take well, pictures. Well, that's what you know. We were gonna get a surveillance, uh, surveillance system, anyways. We've had people try to illegally hunt on our land, mm-hmm. um, you know, which we don't allow, obviously. Um, so I think that's what we're gonna have to do. I just wanted to get an idea of what to look and for. And you're because saying you can pull it off and chew on it. You can pull it off and chew on it. It reminds me, which is the oddest thing, it reminds me of, like, the same type of material and and stickiness as a fruit roll-up. But I don't know what that would be that maybe he would put on the tree or put around there. Yeah. Oh, but it also it, reminds me of something that could be sappy, you know, like... Yeah. Now, does he say that the bearded man put it on there? The bearded man has been on that side of the fence. Well, there's no reason for that. None. Well, and he also it, has this pepper stuff. Ugh. And he sprays it if you bark at him. Like maybe as pepper spray? Oh, my God. I know, he sounds a little bit nutty. But he really is. Yes, he really is. Um, Well, be careful. That's what I was just... Definitely go check that area. Yeah, we let us know. Let us know what happens. I definitely will. And then um, I just have one more. Um, Do you think Baxter will be able to make it through this? Can he say? Will he make it? Yeah, let's ask. Baxter, how he's feeling. I don't feel so good. I feel really dizzy. I feel so dizzy. And I have cramping. And you know what? I did eat something chewy. Did he? He ate something? Okay, he didn't drink it. He ate. He ate it. Something chewy, like it's like. Like, it reminds me of, like, a fruit roll-up. Okay. I don't know what that would be, though. Like, what? I have no idea. I would need to look and, like, kind of Google. Like, I don't know if any kind of poison, like, a fruit roll-up. Like, you know, Mm that. I'm going to be okay, he said. I have a bad headache. But But I'm going to be okay because the doctor said so. But I just want, this is 100% something put there. It's not something like that would organically come off the tree, right? Like it's not something the tree well, produces on its own. Well, you know, own. when I first saw it, I thought, oh, is that like a sap that's coming from the tree? And yeah, sometimes they're, yeah. they're like playing with a stick or they're playing with a bark from the tree. I did think that until I saw the bearded man. So I feel like it does have something to do with the bearded man. Well, well, you know, thank you back. so much, and I appreciate yeah. it. And you know, I just want to make sure I can try to save the rest of these dogs, and you know, make yeah, sure they're luck. safe. And yeah, be careful. keep us posted. We're putting it out to all the dogs to eat only in the house. Yeah, they can eat things only in the house. Yeah, 
I know. I'm going to tell us right. 11 dogs. I'm telling them it's very, very dangerous. I'm sending it out to them now. It's very, very dangerous to go out by the trees and to eat anything. And if you go out by the trees and you eat anything, you might be in a lot of pain and die. So it's very important to eat only what your people give you, even if it looks really good or smells really good or tastes really good. Yeah. Sweet little pups. Yeah. That's so scary. Imagine having that many acreage and then being worried. I know. hurting your animals. That's crazy. I know. That's so, oh, gave me the creeps when you were like, oh, the bearded man. And she's like, we've been having issues <laughs> with this bearded man. That's so crazy. How do you do that? It's still magical to me. What do you mean? That you can do this. Oh, I know. I'm skeptic. I and don't know how it like works. Somebody would study my brain and tell me. I know. I think it's just crazy. When things like that happen, I'm always shocked. And they happen all you the are. time. But they I'm not shocked. shocked anymore. I just feel so normal. But I do sort of wonder, what else can I do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if um, our listeners know. I mean, if you've been to thepetpsychic.com, you probably know. But, you know, Laura also does um, people... Who passed? People who passed. Babies. Babies in your higher self. In your higher self. And um, I've had some uh, readings done in these departments. Uh, I had one with some friends that have passed away. And then I had one with, oh, when my mom was sick and you talked to her higher self. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that was really crazy because my mom was um, at the ICU and they couldn't take her off the breathing machine unless she started breathing on her own. And then that night, Laura talked to her, and she agreed that she would try. And then the next morning when I walked into the ICU, she was off the breathing machine. So cool. That was pretty cool. But then I'm like, oh, I'm still a skeptic. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Okay. We only have a few more minutes. Should we do, like, a quick call? I don't know. It's up to you, my friend. Let's do a quick one. Um, Okay. I'm picking this one. Uh, 6940. Hello. You're on the air. I hope you can make Hi, it quick. Hi, you guys. Hi. Yes, I will. This is Latasha. Oh, oh hey, Latasha. <laughs> wow, that's so crazy. <laughs> I know, and I realized that when I emailed you, I forgot to put my phone number. So I had no sorry. idea it was you. Well, but great. I'm going to Elvis is doing wonderful. He had HGE, so... Whatever oh. it was that he ate on that walk, Laura, it got him really sick. Um, so, But he's doing a lot better. He survived. Um, he pulled through. So I just want to ask him how he's feeling. He's uh, he's sitting here next to me. I want to ask him how he's feeling. And I also am going to be giving a card to all of the vets. So I want to know if he has any special message for all the vets and vet techs who worked on him. He says that he's feeling much better. I'm feeling mm-hmm. great. And tell those vets, you didn't think I was going to live, and I proved you wrong. And look at how awesome I am. Thanks for caring for me anyway. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, I don't know if I should put that in a card. Come on, honey, let's let's think of something you can say that makes them feel good about themselves. They worked really hard. It was a whole team of people who pulled him through. 
You help sick animals. I'm glad for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is a dead end road. Okay. I'll no. just, uh... Come on, honey. You can do a better one than that. Come on. Think of something really nice to say. My mom trusted you and that made me feel better. Well, you could kind of make that thank you for making my mom feel um, good, you know, or in good hands. Latasha? Oh, okay. Okay, sorry. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to translate what he was saying into something you could write. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to, like, no, that's make okay. it like, like, thank you for helping my mom feel really good about my recovery, and thank you for helping so many animals. And <laughs> Okay. And also, uh, I wanted to know, um, Scotty and Elvis will be coming with me when Richard comes home from deployment. We're not supposed to bring animals, but I'm going to be breaking the rules to sneak them in. So what they have to promise me is that they will be on their best behavior and not bark at any people or animals because there's going to be big crowds of people and there will be other people who don't who break the rules and bring their animals. Okay. <laughs> okay, Elvis. Do you guys hear that? Yeah, we're so excited. Can we bark when we see him? No, you can't yes. bark when you see him. Oh, oh yes, yeah, they can? Yeah, they can bark when they see him. I mean, because they're greeting him, and Elvis will be smothering him with kisses. Elvis is going to go berserk. But there will be other people there with animals. Like last deployment, somebody brought a puppy with a bow around its neck. It was really cute. But I oh. just know that my, my dogs are going to be barking. Yeah, you guys have to be really, really quiet. There's going to be lots of people and lots of movement and lots of excitement, and I want you to focus just on mom and dad. It's really, really important you focus just on mom and dad and be quiet. We have the best dad ever and the best mom, and we can't wait. And mom's making everything perfect. When is that? When is it happening? I'm not allowed to say any dates for security reasons. Oh, my goodness. Okay, well, call call us back or email us and let us know how it goes. And then one more thing I want to add in really quickly, you guys. No, you can't, Latasha. we got to go, okay, because we're okay. running out of time. Oh, <laughs> call, call us back okay. next time. Call us back next time. Okay. <laughs> we, okay. <laughs> we can be short with Latasha. Yeah. Yeah, Latasha won't hate it. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Latasha. I'm so glad I picked her call. I had no idea that was her. I know. It's so perfect. They must have been screaming. Yeah. Um, so it's the end of the show. We have one minute left. So Rosa, right? Rosa. So Stormy wanted Rosa to do... Um, words of wisdom. Yeah. Rosa, what's your words of wisdom? My words of wisdom is be true to yourself. And if you're upset with someone, tell them. Don't just run and hide. Stand your ground. I have a feeling she's talking about Luca. And the other thing is, to all your animals out there, don't be too upset if you have a stranger in your house. Trust your people to keep you safe. So cute. That's a good one. Thanks, good one, Rosa. Rosa. Thank you, Rosa. Aww. Well, great show. Log on to thepetpsychic.com for all things animal communication as well as other services, tips provided by Laura. 
Um, you can tune in to the Pet Psychic Radio Show next week. And um, don't forget to like us on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash petpsychicradio. And if you're not following us on Twitter, do so at the Pet Psychic. Right? That's right. That's right. So we'll see you all next week. Bye. Talk to the animals. Talk to the animals. She can talk to the animals. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.